Today on episode number 735, Patreon is in a legal battle that so far they're not winning. So today I'm talking about seven different Patreon alternatives. And also because this is kind of a fun with math episode at times, I've got a PDF that you can download at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 735 to kind of walk you through the pros and cons of each platform. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you plan and launch your podcast, but I also help you grow your podcast and grow your influence. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. You can use the coupon code and you want to write this down, listener. It's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, listener. When you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And today we're going to talk about Patreon. Now, if you're new to Patreon, it is a way that you can make money with your podcast And we're going to talk about some tips and tricks and things like that. And we're also going to talk about the fact that this company, who has over 3 million active patrons, they reported this uh, last year, and they were on track to process 1 billion, that's with a B, payments in 2019. So that was like last year. They were on track to do that. In other words, it's very popular. I have a Patreon account. It's... Not easy. It's very much like having an ad. You have to treat it that way. It's not a, if you build it, they will come. If I create a Patreon account, money will fall from the heavens. But there is a chance. I mean, things are looking really bad. And if you've ever been involved in the legal system in any way, you know it's kind of like a toilet bowl in the fact that once you're in it, and the current gets a hold of you, it would be very hard to get out because the current just sweeps you away. And everything I've read about Patreon is that they're going down. There's a, a good chance, shall we say, that they're going down the drain. Now, on the other hand, there's a part of me that goes, any company that is making six, seven, eight figures, they've got to find a way to buy their way out of this. I mean, that's just the way that I'm all for justice and all, but I also know that rich people seem to get much lighter. They somehow wiggle out of it. And everything I'm reading is like, eh, maybe not. So I'm going to talk about Patreon. I'm going to explain what hot water they're in, but I'm also going to explain some tools that you can use to replace it if you wanted to, or if you've never used Patreon or any kind of crowdfunding tool. And I'm going to say my favorite line. You do realize Patreon is crowdfunding. So that means step one is get a crowd. And we're going to talk about that right after this. Hey, today's show, like every other episode of the School of Podcasting, is brought to you by, you guessed it, the School of Podcasting. What do you get when you sign up for the School of Podcasting? Well, number one, peace of mind. Why? Because you've got step-by-step tutorials to get you from your idea all the way into Apple and Google and Spotify and Amazon and all the other places to get your voice out there. And you're going to get it there headache-free, mistake-free. 
free. Now, how do you do that? Because I've got the step-by-step tutorials, but I've also got live group coaching multiple times a month. We also have a one I call it uh, Lunch with Dave. Every Friday, if you have any questions, come check me out. You can also always email me. I often reply with a custom video for you. The last thing I want to hear is you're banging your head against the desk. You're going to throw the laptop out the window. That is not going to happen at the School of Podcasting. You've also got priority email, but wait, there's more. That's right. You've got a private Facebook group for networking with other brilliant podcasting minds. You can check it out. And again, this will not be in the show notes. I'm giving you a coupon code because you are a listener and it's my way of saying thank you. So go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. Join worry-free. I have a 30-day money-back guarantee. And if on day 29, you're like, you know what, Dave? This is more work than I thought. I will refund your money. No questions asked. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. And I will see you on the inside. All right, let's talk one thing before we even start talking about Patreon. People ask me all the time, should I start a Patreon account when I start my podcast? That way people get used to hearing me talk about that. And my knee-jerk reaction is no. And here's why. It really kind of, as always with podcasting, it depends. I see so many people, when you have a podcast and a Patreon, because if the, if the goal is monetization, it's really easy to really focus on the monetization. And so you're really working on setting up the absolute best rewards and things like that. The problem is it doesn't matter how good your rewards are, how good your bonus content is. If you don't have a crowd, it doesn't do anything. It's zero. So that's my biggest worry about setting up some sort of crowdfunding system, whatever it is. And we're going to talk about a few today. When you first start out, your first thing you have to do, the first thing you have to do this is focus on growing your audience. I'll have a link in the show notes out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 735. I did an episode with, I want to say 31 different ways to grow your audience. So if you're like, yeah, Dave, how do you do that? I've got links to that. And of course, there are things at the School of Podcasting. So that's the first thing I want to say. The other thing I want to say is, for those of you that are just doing this for fun, I want to remind you that you don't have to make money with your podcast. There are many other ways to get paid. It may be a payment of confidence because every week you're you're assembling and organizing content and you're putting it out there and all of a sudden you're a better storyteller, you're a better presenter. You just feel more confident behind a microphone. That's in some cases priceless. So as much as I'm talking about monetizing your podcast today, I do always like to point out that, hey, if you're just doing this for fun, it's okay. You don't have to make money with your podcast. I, I was making radio shows for fun. If, if everybody does it, at least everybody I know, does, shut up! So first things first, if you're really new to this, Patreon, what is it? Well, I actually interviewed one of the co-founders many moons ago. I'll have that again, links in the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 735. And what this is, is you basically go to their website, you set up an account 
and you say, look, if you give me X amount of money, I will do this. If you give me more money, I will do this. If you give me this much money, I will do all of this and this and that. If I do this, so you don't want to have too many uh, reward systems. You kind of overwhelm people. The one thing, if I had to do again, I kind of did this, I wouldn't set up a reward system for those people that give me a buck. And the reason for that, and we're going to talk about this as we go forward, that dollar gets chewed up by fees. And my other thought is anybody who's willing to give me a dollar is probably willing to give me two. And so I know for, I do a Patreon, I'm trying this now with one of my other websites and my first tier is five bucks. In fact, my only plan is five bucks. There's a very, very, and I mean like super duper successful uh, podcast that sometimes we get, again, overwhelmed by trying to come up with the best ever different tiers and rewards. And it's called Chapo Trap House. They have, are you ready for this? 34,983 patrons and they make $156,760 per month. And here's their setup. They do four shows. Two of them are free. Two of them are for five bucks. So $2.50 a piece. I have, let's see if I can go in here and see how long they've been doing this. It doesn't, yes, launched back in 2016. So again, four years, averaging $4.48 per patron. So there are people that are making serious bank, but it all starts with delivering value and building your audience. So let's get to the weird sticky matter. Patreon had a weird loophole in their terms of service. And it basically says that if for some reason you're not happy with, if, if we, if there's a legal problem between you and Patreon, we have to go to arbitration. Well, there's a comedian named Owen Benjamin. And for the record, his full name is Owen Benjamin Smith. So when you get into the legal stuff, you'll see them talking about Mr. Smith and you're like, who is Mr. Smith? Is that that doctor guy on lost in space? Zah! No, it's not. It's Owen Benjamin. His real name is Owen Benjamin Smith. But um, he allegedly had hate speech, and he told fans to file lawsuits against Patreon, saying that the suit had a base uh, had a bias uh, due to, and it gets into this kind of legal stuff. Disrupted economic relationships. In other words, Patreon made it hard for Owen's listeners to get his bonus content. So when they do that, and in their terms of service, they say, oh, well, you have to go to arbitration, and Patreon uh, has to basically put aside $10,000 per lawsuit. Now realize he was telling his entire audience, hey, everybody, go sue Patreon. Now Patreon, to kind of like squelch this, like, all right, Let's go Barney Fife here. Let's nip this in the bud. They started countersuing 72 different people. So think about that, 72 people that they had to put $10,000 aside for, for arbitration. Uh, Those people started, um, or Patreon started suing those people for suing them, and they sought an injunction to dismiss the suits. All right, that makes sense. I get it. They lost. So these people are now free to sue them. 
it was dismissed. So Patreon is expected to spend around $10,000 in court fees per suit that it cannot recover. And I don't know about you. I don't have $10,000 in my couch cushions right now. Uh, It's changed its terms of service uh, at the beginning of this year. The problem is all of these people were kicked out beforehand. So you can't point at your terms of service because those weren't your terms of service when things were going not so great. So this suit opens the door to lawsuits by other patrons who were banned from the platform. And so it could get really, you know, it's one of those things where again, $10,000 per suit and the people that were kicked off in many cases had ginormous audiences. And this is why I always say, don't make the person with the microphone mad. Sometimes we forget the power we have. Now let's, let's hold on a second before we go getting all crazy with our microphone. Yes. Depending on where you live, some of us more than others have freedom of speech. Don't forget. uh, You also have freedom of consequences. You know, now I'm not sure if it's okay to shout movie in a crowded firehouse, but I know in the U.S. it's illegal to scream uh, fire in a crowded movie house, <laughs> assuming where we're going to the movies, right? So, uh, you know, there there are ramifications for that. So let's go back to Owen Benjamin. What did this guy do to get banned? Well, according to the New York Times, he used the N-word and anti-gay language that begins with an F. It's the other F word because he was using it in a video, which I have out at the website. And for the record, that video is so not safe for work. So, but if you want to see this guy, he's a bit of a bra, like oh bra. He's the big bear dude. And anyway, uh, yeah. So he said the N word in anti-gay language on a YouTube video posted February 7th. And Patreon found it and went, hey, dude, that's not cool. And so they kicked him off their platform. Now, he's also been kicked off basically everything. Twitter, Facebook, PayPal, which we'll talk about that in a second. Now, on December 6th of last year, 2019, Patreon told Owen that it would freeze his account and that he could appeal. And he objected and said the video in question should not fall under Patreon's rules because it was on YouTube, not on Patreon. And to make a, a long story short, in the end, they they go back and forth. And he's like, the minute they kicked him off, he's like, lawsuit's coming. And he wanted $3.5 million to drop his suit. Because again, they got to put $10,000 aside every time one of his subscribers, and he had 3,000 of them. So let's just do a little fun with math. Because I always say, if you have a really engaged audience, you're not going to get 50% or 10% or 20%. You're going to get probably around 3%. So if we take 3,000 and we multiply that by 0.03, better known as 3%, that's 90 people. And if we times that by 10,000, that, my friends, is a whole lot of scratch. That is $900,000. And that's just one creator. There are other people that have been kicked off. So it could get really spooky. So in a nutshell, like I said, if hundreds of patrons sue Patreon because they removed the person they were supporting, it could cost millions. As you can see, we just did 900,000 there. And, uh, Like I said, there doesn't seem a way around this for Patreon. 
they have changed their service uh, terms of services, but that's from now going forward. And according to, uh, again, a website, I-24 News, he was also banned from social media sites, including YouTube and Twitter and payment services such as PayPal. And this is inspiring others who were kicked off the platform like Laura Southern, who uh, basically reached out to her audience and said, hey, everybody, look what this guy's doing. Why don't you guys start suing Patron? Now, she is using a new service called Subscribestar, which I'll talk about here in a second. There's a guy, uh, a user called Sargon of, I guess it's ACAD, A-K-K-A-D, who had 800, I guess probably still does, 867,000 YouTube subscribers. Okay, let's just stop a second. Hold on, Dave, slow down. We got to think about that number. 867,000 YouTube subscribers. And... According to one article, he is described as someone who grew to prominence through his videos attacking feminism and identity politics, and he was removed and is now on Subscribestar. So here again, that guy had 867,000 YouTube subscribers. He makes one video. If we take, uh, let's take 3% of that, shall we? So can you, you see where, this is one of those where I'm not one to kind of kind of fall into conspiracy theories or I'm kind of like, ah, let's see what happens there. And this is just one where the writing on the wall is uh, 3% of 867,000 people is 26,010. And if we multiply that by 10,000, well, you get the idea. It's a lot of money. It's 260 million, 100,000. So now granted, he's not going to get, no, I said 3%. Yeah, you get it. It could get expensive. So, I'm not saying Patreon is going out of business. I'm just saying this could get really ugly and it's going to be interesting to see. So what does Patreon offer? That's the first thing we have to figure out. What do they do? And that way, if I know what they do, I can see who then can replace them. And Patreon has always been described as an ongoing crowdfunding site. And what's weird about this is if you Google Patreon replacements, you'll get Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And those are crowdfunding tools. Again, just a general reminder, crowdfunding, not fun crowding, crowdfunding. But those are not ongoing. So I don't count those. And in the end, Patreon kind of looks like a membership site. They provide a, uh, a personalized RSS feed, if you turn it on, that your user can manually subscribe to. And... Me, as a podcaster, I really like that feature because my audience, well, we're into podcasts and you can say, hey, I'm going to upload this extra bonus stuff. You can grab this and put it into Apple Podcast or Overcast or Pocket Cast or whatever, and they'll get your content. Now, they don't provide stats, which is kind of a pain in the butt, but Uh, You can make posts that are audio, video, text, images, or you can do a poll right there in Patreon. You can actually direct message your patrons. You can provide early access to content that later goes public. So you could say, hey, you guys get it two weeks before that, and then let the content go public on your Patreon page so that when people go to that, they can see what they're missing. You also get analytics of how many people view your posts. So that's view your posts, which doesn't mean listen to your podcast. Keep that in mind. That's different. Uh, you also see 
kind of analytics on your membership numbers. Also, if somebody leaves your, if they stop being a patron, and for the record, that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. People go, yeah, I lost one of my Patreons. Mm-mm. No, Patreon is the name of the company. Patron goes back to the days of like Beethoven, when those guys would basically find a rich person and they would pay them to write music. They were a patron of the arts. So you have you can use Patreon, but your members are called patrons, just for the record. Another thing, like I said, they don't provide stats on how many people listen to your podcast. And if you want to use the RSS feed, your audience needs to uh, know how to manually subscribe to that, which I always have kind of a tutorial for that. And you also need to upload your media to Patreon. So if you're using Libsyn or Blueberry or things like that, for whatever reason, it'd be great if there was a way to go, hey, here's the direct link to the MP3 file, put this into the RSS feed. Uh, They don't. So if you want to use that RSS feed, you have to upload your audio to Patreon and they're not going to give you any stats on that. So just keep that in mind. So how much does it cost? Well, for this article, because there's different tools and different benchmarks and things like that. I'm going with the pro service. That is one that provides multiple tiers and a private RSS feed and basically everything I just talked about. That's what I'm looking to do. There are other things where you can work in merchandise and things like that. I'm just looking for the pro service. And that means they're going to take 8% plus processing fees. And pretty much everybody has the same processing fees. It's 2.9% plus 30 cents. To put this into something we can kind of chew on, because, you know, fun with math is always great in an audio format. If someone gives you $7 a month, then you're going to put $6.49 in your pocket. That's what it amounts to. And the reason I picked $7 a month is somewhere on Patreon's blog, because I did a lot of research for my book called Profit From Your Podcast, which, by the way, is coming out September 28th. I actually got contacted by my publisher. They asked me for my address so they could send me some books. So I'm pretty sure this time, because originally it was supposed to come out in July, then it was going to come out in August. And, you know, thank you, COVID. Uh, my publisher is kind of operating on a, a skeleton crew, but I really do believe you think it's coming out in September. And so that's in the book. Patreon said the average person gets $7 a month. And I just did that one with El Chapo and he's getting $4.49. So like I said, Kickstarter and Indiegogo, mm, those don't count because that's, I just told you what I'm looking for. I'm looking for tiers so I can have a $5 tier, a $20 tier, a $50 tier, et cetera, et cetera. And so here are some interesting services. And I'm going to tell you right up front, none of these do this. Yeah, so if you go, well, what really replaces Patreon? The answer right now is uh, nobody. There are a lot of people that get close, and that's what I'm going to talk about. And some of these might serve your audience, as always with podcasting. It kind of depends. So the first one is Subscribestar. Out of the gate, they make it clear this is the place to go if you're worried about being canceled by the cancel culture. Their website states there's no micromanagement overreactions or judgments. Now they do say this also on their website, don't make bigotry and hate your primary source of income. <laughs> Is that on your business card? So what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a bigot and uh, and I preach a lot of hate. Oh, good for you. Great. It says we are for the freedom of speech, though aiming to raise money on just being a bully or attacking a social group or person isn't the right way to become rich. 
Poorly chosen words can always be forgiven, but consistent and intentional social bullying isn't welcomed. So they do leave the door there. It's like, look, if you're going to be a total, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. So now how much does it cost? They take 5%. Remember, Patreon was taken eight. So now you got my attention. Now, and of course, traditional transactions fees, 2.9% plus 30%. But they do have this one little thing for transactions over $30. So if you get somebody who's a really, like if you have a $5 uh, tier, a $20 tier, and a $50 tier, the $50 tier, they're going to take 3.5%. So they, for whatever reason, they've they've added on another 0.6% there. But okay. Now, when it comes to getting paid, this is a little different. You can submit requests every two weeks, which actually is better than Patreon because Patreon, I think you could request, but it was typically once a month. However, you need to reach $150 on your balance to make a request. So if you've got three people giving you $7 a month, that's 21 bucks. It's going to take a few months to get up that 150. And if you dig around in their FAQ, it also says that basically payouts of less than $20,000 USD are going to be processed within the next two weeks after the payout request is submitted by the star. So you have to wait every two weeks to make a request and then you have to wait another two weeks. So basically you're kind of like Patreon, you're getting paid once a month. What I, I don't see anything there about having any kind of automatic payment. I'm sure you could probably start that up. You can create tiers in Subscribestar, just like Patreon, but there is no private RSS. I actually went over to Subscribestar and subscribed to somebody's show just to see what it was like on the end user side. They also have no app. So everything, if you want the content, you have to go to their website, which from what I've seen, you don't have a ton of control over how it looks. And again, people have to go to the Subscribestar website. Now, it's not a huge deal, but it would be nice to have an app like Patreon did, or even better, it would be great to have a feed so people could listen on whatever app. Like, I'm a big Overcast fan, and if I had somebody give me a feed, I could go into Overcast and add that feed and continue to get your podcast in the app of my choice. The next one here, and again, these offer tiers, but no RSS feed, is there are two that are very similar. Buy me a coffee. It's focused on making a great experience for the end user, according to their website. I've played with it. It's actually pretty cool. It's really easy to use. And they only take 5%, plus, of course, the processing fees. And they do have different levels. It's very similar to Patreon, except they're less fees and they don't have that RSS feed option. So everybody has to go to buy me a coffee. They do have an app, which is pretty cool. And they do make it easy to do things like sell event tickets to like a Zoom meeting, sell eBooks if you wanna offer consultations, things like that, and have exclusive content. The one thing that drives me nuts that I wish they would add is for me to have the ability to put a direct link to an MP3 They have an embed option, but you can only embed players from Spotify. Hello, if it's on Spotify, it's public or SoundCloud. And I'm like, ah, SoundCloud is like, hey, let's let's integrate with an eight track tape while we're at it. Holy cow. So buy me a coffee. 
I like it. I just, there are some features I wish it didn't have. Then there's this other one called Ko-Fi. It's K-O-F-I. And it has a really similar look to buy me a coffee to the point where I'm like, hey, I think you guys stole their design. Their model is different than buy me a coffee. They allow you to use them as a processor, again, for the minimal 2.9% plus 30 cents. But instead of taking a percentage, that 5% I've been talking about and 8%, things like that, they don't do that. They charge you a $6 a month fee. It's flat, no matter however many you know, uh, things you sell, things like that. And I did the math. If you're making more than $75 on Patreon a month, it makes sense to consider moving to Ko-Fi as you pay more than $75 a month in fees at 8%. And I finally did catch on why Buy Me a Coffee and Ko-Fi are so similar because it dawned on me that K-O-F-I could also be pronounced coffee. So I'm pretty sure it's the same company. I mean, it looks really, really similar. Both of those easy to use 5% uh, for buy me a coffee plus processing fees. Ko-Fi is $6 a month, no processing fees, or I'm sorry, six per, no, no percentage, but they do have processing fees. Neither one of them have the ability to have a private RSS feed that people could use in their apps. So here's some other ones. Now this one gets, we're getting close here. Podbean. Now I've known the people at Podbean for a long time and they have a patron tool. So I went over and checked it out. Their fees are 5%. So now again, we're still around that buy me a coffee thing, cheaper than Patreon. And it ties in with a Stripe account. Now, if you're not familiar with Stripe, it's super easy to set up. It's free. It's kind of like a PayPal alternative. And that again will include the 2.9% plus 30 cents per transaction. And the one thing that was like, oopsie, is because they do have the ability to listen to your your content on an app. It's the Podbean app. So again, no RSS feed to listen on whatever app you want. But you have to be using the $29 a month level on Podbean now, that level also has unlimited storage and unlimited bandwidth because they're a media host. And that would be one thing that's different is you would actually get stats on the downloads that you're using as your premium content. It's just people would have to go to the Podbean app to listen to your private stuff. So like I said, closer, but still not quite what Patreon was giving. Libsyn, and for the record, full disclosure, I work for Libsyn. They enable you to put premium content on your Libsyn podcast page, which is a very basic website, as well as they will make a custom app. So where Podbean, you had an app, you could listen to it. Libsyn will actually make a custom app. You give the graphics and we put together an app for you. And you might argue that that is a tier, but it's kind of like, a tier of one. There's no like, you know, $5 level, $20 level. It's like, no, the, you have one level. It's either on, you're either a member or you're not, but you could add bonus content or you can set it up to say, Hey, you know, this custom app, or again, your website just has custom, you know, bonus content, or you can mix it in, put my back catalog and bonus content, things of that nature. Now Libsyn is going to take a piece of the pie. of the revenue goes to you. 30% goes to Libsyn. So remember, uh, Patreon was 8%. Buy me a coffee. 
Subscribestar, 5%. Libsyn, 30%. Now, why is it more expensive? Because they're making a custom app for you. And that's both on iOS and Android. So if you have 100 subscribers at $7 each, you're going to take home $4, $4.90. Now, that would be a bit more. How about $490? They do have a, a system that the more subscribers you have, the less of a percentage they take. So if you get up to 5,000 subscribers, then instead of giving away 30% to Libsyn, you only give 20%. So Libsyn is the most expensive, but they offer the most, you know, now you get a custom app that's got your branding on it. And that app can have your email and contact information in it. And again, bonus content, things like that. You can actually, I believe, send push notifications to the app. So it does more, but consequently you pay more for that. Another type of service is called Supercast. And this one is different than, I'm going to talk about Memberful in just a second, but Supercast now, they're not a media host. They're not a Libsyn. They're not a Blueberry. They only deal in private podcasts. So they host your files and they provide stats. So where Patreon wouldn't really give you any download stats, Supercast does, and they make it super easy for your audience. Here's what happens. When you click on a link on your site, so you could put this on your website, little thing pops up and you pick what plan you want. And then it says, well, what app do you want to listen on this and you could say, okay, um, you know, I want to listen to this on Apple podcast and it goes through, it gives them the personalized RSS feed that I've been talking about and it's automatically put into their app. That's pretty cool. And from the end user side, I was impressed. They take 59 cents per user. And if we stick with our $7 patron, that's 8%. It's actually 8.4%, a little more than Patreon, but the user interface or the the listener interface, the the process, what am I thinking of? The flow, I guess, of making it easy to listen to your content is pretty slick. I was impressed with that. So again, not as, you know, you, you don't get to, it's not a media host, so you're not going to have the Libsyn or Podbean ability to mix your content and free stuff like that, although you could. Uh, I don't know that I would use them for a full-fledged media host, but really nice people. I did talk to them on the phone as I was doing some research. And then there's the the next one. And this is memberful. Again, pretty cool interface. But the a couple things that I was like, hmm, uh, I need to um email. In fact, I did today, but it's Sunday as I report this. The the one thing that makes me nervous about memberful in this context of is this a good replacement for Patreon because the company that owns Memberful is Patreon. So that's the question. If Patreon goes down, does Memberful go down with them? It's basically Memberful is Patreon without the Patreon branding. And it's more expensive. You actually pay $25 a month. So we're kind of in that Podbean world again, where you're paying a month, but Unlike Podbean, they take 4.9%. And when I talked to them on the phone, I straight up said, wow, you're double dipping. And they're like, huh? And I go, most people take either a small percentage and then a higher you know, percentage of the, the actual thing, or you charge a monthly fee. It's not like, hey, it's $25 a month. And you know, it's usually like if you're charging a monthly fee, it's the 2.9%, 30 cents. This is $25 a month and 4.9%. And it is easy to use. 
again, if I had a hundred pay- patrons give me seventy or seventy, boy, that'd be great. A hundred patrons give me seven dollars, I would take home six hundred and fifty dollars. If I was using Memberful, um, I would take home six hundred forty-one. So it's not a huge difference between Patreon, where I would get six hundred and fifty, and Memberful six hundred forty-one. But over time, it's nine dollars a month, and the more patrons you get, the more expensive it is. Also, they do not host the file. So you would need a media host. And that's where I was kind of like, huh, got to pay you a monthly fee and you're not hosting my file and you're going to take a higher percentage. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, you do have the ability to make different levels because it will integrate with WordPress. So you can have like a member only post and they have many flexible payment options. So you can have, hey, members pay what you want or here's a coupon or it's free or give a gift to somebody, a membership, uh, or you can have group subscriptions and things like that. So my, my biggest worry in this context is with memberful, they're owned by Patreon. And if Patreon gets sued into bankruptcy, Hmm. Yeah. It's, it makes it a little icky. So does anyone do what Patreon does? And I said at the beginning of this, uh, no, not really the tiers and a feed I can use in any app. Let's look at these. Subscribestar has a system with the tiers. It appears to be very similar to Patreon. And I guess if I wasn't using the RSS feed, because I see so many people go, oh, Subscribestar is just like Patreon. Those people weren't using the feed. Because if you take that out of there, it's almost exactly the same. You end up getting paid about once a month. You do have this weird $150 thing that's different than Patreon. Patreon pays you once a month, no matter what you get. Uh, Subscribestar has that limit. They do make it easy. When I logged in as a listener, I can tip the podcaster and I can upgrade and downgrade to whatever tier I want or cancel in this case. And they do kind of this cross promotion. So when you're in the back of the uh, subscri- Subscribestar interface on their website. They're like, Hey, if you like this person, you might want to subscribe to this person. So in my instance, and again, remember it's, it's something that you have to think about. My audience is podcasters and your audience may not be, they may not be that technical. And that's where you go. Well, really sounds like subscribe, subscribe star is identical to Patreon. And maybe that's where you want to go. My audience, they want that feed. They want the ability to listen on any app, and again, Supercast has a great system for that feed, eh, but no option for tiers. But if I'm doing the El Chapo thing where I have one tier, well, that's pretty cool. This is where we go back to our favorite answer in podcasting, and that is, eh, it kind of depends. If you want the ability to post content for just a certain tier, so you have a $5 tier, a $10 tier, a $20 tier, and you're thinking, look, you have to have at least a $10 tier to get this content. You are going to want to look at Subscribestar or Podbean. I was really kind of surprised. I had not looked at Podbean's patron kind of tool since it first came out. And they've improved it quite a bit since the last time I looked at it. And Patreon, again, delivered this via an RSS feed with Podbean, According to their website, the Podbean app seamlessly and securely delivers your premium or patron-only content to the right ear. So they, you have an app. It's just not your app. So at least it's on their phone. They don't have to go to a website. And I'm sure the Subscribestar website is 
fairly, you know, mobile friendly, uh, easy access for your paid listeners or your donors. So while Podbean being an app and being secure is very, very, very close to what Patreon does, it's not because I have to listen in their app. So if we compare Subscribestar to Podbean, fee-wise, they both take 5% and, again, the traditional 2.9% and $0.30. Uh, Podbean does have the option to do a live audio stream only to your patrons. So that is a service that Podbean added a little while back, and that's the ability if you want to do a live stream. And this is audio only. Don't think YouTube. Think, uh, you know, like a radio show. And this is similar to something like Spreaker. So they added the ability to live stream. And that's kind of a nice bonus. So you could do a live stream. You could maybe have a, a chat window there where people could ask you questions and you could go that right. So when it comes to getting paid, Again, Podbean is connected to your Stripe account. You get paid almost instantly. If you compare that to Subscribestar, you're getting paid roughly once a month if you have $150. So the other flip side of that, because that makes you think, man, Podbean all the way. Ah, Remember Podbean, you're paying $29 a month, but you're also using them as a media host to access your patron tools. You got to be on that plan, not the $9 plan or the ones they have that are quicker. With Subscribestar, there is no fee to start and run your account. So there's, again, kind of pros and cons. If you're worried about, I need this money as quickly as it comes in, Podbean, but it's going to cost you 30 bucks a month. And if you're thinking, ah, I'll just let it pile up. And when it gets to 150, I will do that. Well, then I dug into their FAQ because that's what I do. I want to make sure I provide the best information for you. There's more than the $150 in pledges collected. You have to have at least five active subscribers. Now, for me, I'm pretty sure if you got 150 bucks coming in, you got more than five. But just for the record, which is weird, like what if you had one pledge that gave you 150 bucks? You couldn't get your money? That seems weird. And it says at least 14 days have passed since the account's initial approval date. So if you sign up, some super cool rich person drops a bunch of cash on you, you can't get it. And you can request a payout again every 14 days. And like I said, according to their website, you then get paid two weeks from the day you request. So it's going to be interesting because we keep seeing products come down the line. Like right now, I have a Zoom PodTrack P4. And I'm going to talk more about this probably next week. This is a portable recorder. And what's great is if you have listened to this show in the past, I am talking into a Rodecaster Pro right now. It's 600 bucks. It's really cool. And I can do fun stuff like this, you know, and play sound effects and things like that. I can live stream. I can get, it's just the coolest thing ever. I can tie my phone into it. And Zoom went, hmm, that's pretty cool. And they came out with one that's not quite as powerful, but it's 200 bucks. Uh, links in the show notes again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 735. I have one on the way. I work with my guy, and uh, I'm going to get to play with one for about a week before I send it back. So I'll let you know what I think of it. But it's one of those things where we kind of see the writing on the wall. We're all kind of going, eh, I think Patreon might be having a an issue. And I see right now with Zoom, you know, the whole video conferencing thing, there are a ton of Zoom alternatives coming out. And with Patreon kind of on the rope, I expect to see lots of Patreon alternatives coming to the service. Because if I was a developer, you kind of, if we go back to the whole hockey thing, the great one, Wayne Gretzky said, 
the key to his success was to not skate to where the puck is, but skate to where the puck is going to be. And right now it kind of looks like Patreon may not be here in the future. So maybe we ought to build something to replace it. So I'm kind of interested to see if somebody goes, oh, wow, all these other tools have this great feature. What if I could take the cool sign-up part from SmartCast and then integrate it with a feed from Patreon and then maybe do this cool thing with Stripe so people get paid faster and then, you know, yada, 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 maybe work in a custom app like Libsyn and yada. It would be interesting to see. And that's one of the great things about podcasting in 2020. If you wait a few months, another tool is going to come out. My last tip here about Patreon is if you want to do any kind of crowdfunding, as we just saw, things come, things go. And mine, I use Patreon. I I primarily promote it on another show. On this show, I promote the School of Podcasting. On my Ask the Podcast Coach show, I promote Patreon. And my link is not askthepodcastcoach.com slash Patreon. It's askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Why? Because I refer to the people that are my patrons. My patrons, I hate this word, patrons. Patreon, P, pa, come up with a new name. That would be the other thing. If you're going to design something new, come up with a word that people can say that's not confusing. And I refer to them as my awesome supporters. And so if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, you can be one of my awesome supporters. And the reason I did that is there used to be a service that was called Jaywalk. And it came out right about the same time as Patreon. And I signed up for it to play with it because, well, I like to play with toys. And they got bought by Google and Google shut them down. Thanks, Google. And so I jumped on Patreon to play with that. Well, knowing after getting burned by that, if there's any kind of tool that you got to remember, this is getting baked into your MP3 file, you want to be able to change it. So on my website, Ask the Podcast Coach, that's a WordPress site. And I use a plugin called Pretty Link. And so when you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, it redirects to a page that has my Patreon link. Well, if Patreon goes out of business, which again, I'm not saying it's definite that they are. I'm just saying this could get interesting. I'm going to be watching this. I can redirect that slash awesome to be whatever, Supercast or Subscribestar or or Podbean, or whatever the heck I want to use, and I don't end up with a tool in my podcast that doesn't exist anymore. So that's the last tip when it comes to Patreon and having a crowdfunding source that, again, starts with having a crowd. Hey, I am speaking next weekend at the PodFest Global Summit Check it out at podfestexpo.online. This is August. What actually started this week, there were some pre-events. And then August 10th through the 15th, I'm going to be presenting next Saturday on how to get a sponsor and how to pick the right pot price and make sure that they keep coming back. But they are attempting to set a Guinness World Record for the largest attendance for a virtual podcasting conference in one week. Check it out again. Go to podfestexpo.online and help us set the record. Hey, I got an email last week. I'm going to keep the person's name out of it. They said some very nice things, I but I don't have their permission to do this. 
And if you missed last week's episode, I talked about how I made a big mistake. Uh, granted, in the end, it, it ended up where there weren't a whole lot of consequences, but it was very scary and explained what the mistake is and how you can avoid that. But the person said, Dave, I really appreciated the transparency and the courage to pull back the curtain and show that you're human. And trust me, I am so human, but uh, I appreciated that. And that's kind of why I did that. I'm not here to show that I'm the, you know, I know everything. Cause I don't know about you. I don't know everything, but I do have a mindset of every day is uh, a classroom and life is my classroom. And I try to learn things and help you avoid those common mistakes. And if you need help with that, again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code listener, and you have 30 days. If you don't like what you're into, if you go, ah, this is not what I thought it was going to be, just let me know. I'll gladly refund your money. So in the future, I'm going to be talking about the P4. I'm going to be talking about a tool I found that makes it super cool to link to things like today. I talked about askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. I found a tool because you're like, Dave, I'm not on WordPress. Is there any other way to do that? Yeah, there is. I found a tool. It's really, really cool. So to get these episodes, the minute they're available, oh, that's the last thing I forgot to talk about. Got to throw that in here. I'm glad you're still here. When you publish your show, there are two views in Apple Podcast. One is what I call the store slash search view. The other one is the library slash subscriber view. And last week, Apple had a little problem with their store slash search view updating. Normally, it takes up to 24 hours. It was taking a little longer last week, and people kept saying, my show's not there. When they subscribed, it was. Or if you see, hey, it's not an Apple, but it's in Stitcher and it's in Spotify, that lets you know that your media host is working it means that Apple is having a problem. So keep that in mind. But speaking of that, and this is one of the examples of why I want you to subscribe. When you subscribe to the show in Apple and Google and Spotify, whatever you want to subscribe in, the minute it's available, you can get that content. And that's what's coming in the future. Thanks so much for listening. I really do deeply appreciate it. And until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. 